Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that's got a case of the forgetsies. That's a good quote. That's actually... Damn. All right. Thank you. And you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your friend Joe, and joining me today are three other Pokemon trainers to talk to you about the movie Pokemon Detective Pikachu. We've got sequel... The podcast that fakes someone else's death. That last one makes no sense. <laughs> Corey... The podcast, it's very twisty. And our frequent guest. Infrequent guest? I don't know. Most popular <laughs> guest. Oh. Most popular guest. Most frequent guest. Yeah. At the very least. His name is Mitch. The podcast that told you Magikarp weren't useless. <laughs> yeah, I think it went there, actually. Like I said, Pokemon Detective Pikachu is why we're here, but first we have other things to do. I got a couple emails to read off. Whoa. A couple? Yeah. like the sound of that. It's exactly two. I'll take it. Good. <laughs> the first one is, if you're keeping up with the canon of this show, last episode in the Hulk episode, we asked about how long helicopters can stay in the air. I got correspondence email from Corey's contact in the industry. <laughs> That's true, actually, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> he wrote us about helicopter ranges. Dave the Flight Medic here. Most helicopters have an effective range of about 300 to 400 miles on a single fuel load. Military helicopters do have the ability to do air-to-air refueling, which could make it quote-unquote unlimited. Yeah, so that that flight makes no sense now. Well, we can assume it was a military helicopter, right? Yeah, but at no point did you see a refueling plane entering into Hulk's airspace either. That's off camera. That's off camera. The the miles thing, it's more like duration of time. Because they have miles, mm-hmm. you assume that the fuel usage is the same whether you're staying in one spot or, not, or otherwise. So they must have gone a pretty long distance, and they were just floating there for a while. There's no way that they don't fall, they don't run out of fuel. No way. Okay. Personally, I, I think I think that gives your argument more credit. Well, that movie was so bad. That's what I was thinking about. That seems how's this helicopter still up in the air? <laughs> if you want to know what that's about, listen to our Hulk episode. And if you already did, listen again. The other email is from our friend Tom. Hey, Tom. Tom writes us with the subject an email. What's up, fellow zeros? Hey! Just thought I'd drop a line to y'all and say what's up. I think as it stands right now, I'm the number one zero on Twitter, so all of you out there in radio land need to step your social media game up and not just listen to the podcast. JK, do whatever you want. <laughs> but seriously, if you're on Twitter and want to take, talk about ZTH or other nerdy stuff, at me homies. Secondly, thanks for the birthday shout-out. I don't want to turn this into a sob story, but getting the shout-outs from you and Frank really made my day, since I don't have any family here in NH, which I assume is New Hampshire, and most of my friends were working. You're welcome, Tom. It's our pleasure. As for what I've been watching, I finished up Lucifer Season 4 and The Magicians. Lucifer was fine, very rushed, and they absolutely could have made it better with more episodes, but I understand this was a test run for Netflix, so I can forgive them. The Magicians got me right in the feel of something fierce. I won't spoil anything just in case there are fans out there, but Deadpool 2 no longer holds the title of Best Use of Take On Me in <laughs> Movie Land. Oh, uh, sorry. In movie, <laughs> in movie Land, I've seen Endgame twice and just saw Detective Pikachu. Endgame. It was everything I've wanted and more from the culmination of the Infinity Saga. Six stones and three gauntlets. Nice. Thanks again, Zeros, for everything you do, and please keep up the excellent work. And just remember, Corey, hallway jousting isn't a sport, it's a way of life. <laughs> <laughs> Inside oh, jokes. 
Another so, correct rating. Well done. <laughs> it wasn't, though. Um, so the backstory of Tom is he was a, a resident of mine uh, when I was an RA. I was a freshman RA, and that group of kids were on... I can't believe it was. I love I loved that group. But they also loved to make me pull my hair out. So at one point, I had come back from class, and they had created a new sport called hallway jousting. <laughs> now... If they were just running at each other down the hall... Please tell me they got shopping carts in the building or something. <laughs> no, no, no. They would mount each other like with, on piggyback rides, and they would do in-the-hall chicken fights, essentially. <laughs> so, I'm like, into it. Somebody would be it. like on the back, like on a piggyback ride, with their fist out, no actual joust Aww. material, just arms... Running full speed. Were you speed. hoping they were using broomsticks? <laughs> I was hoping they were using like cool noodles or something. Yeah. yeah, no, that would have been. Yeah, and they would just run full speed at each other. And, um. Bold. <laughs> I remember the first time I watched a hallway joust. I had come in from class, they had done it. I was like, what are you guys doing? And Tom was like, hallway jousting. And I walked right into my room and didn't say a word. Was it also the last hallway joust you watched? <laughs> yes! So it went on in secret, like fight clubs? Got it. <laughs> Did you ever participate? No. No, no. That was, uh, that was where I drew the line. Okay. You can do it, just don't ask me to do it. I feel like that would have been like a good icebreaker activity for move-in day. <laughs> Hallway jest. Oh, Jesus. Until do you trust? Yeah, right? It's like, a, it's like, yeah, it's like a trust it's fall, like a trust but fall. way more uh, likely to get hurt. Oh my god, what a... <laughs> Trip down memory lane. Yeah, what a, what a group of kids. Anyways, let's uh, move on, I suppose. His end of the email says, Also, Endgame deserves all the gauntlets. Much love, Tom. And then he has uh, thoughts on Detective Pikachu, but he was very adamant that I cut till after we finish our review. <laughs> Absolutely. Which makes sense. Thanks, Tom, for the email. If you want to be like Tom and Dave the Flight Guy, I already forgot his... Medic? Moniker. Dave the Flight Medic. Dave the Flight Medic. <laughs> you can send your email to us at zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom! Boom. That's our email segment. Now we move on to the ever-popular What We've Been Watching segment. Corey, why don't you kick us off? Uh, I have not gotten to watch it a lot. Uh, I've been pretty busy the kind of getting into the end of school year stuff. Um, I started watching You, which is a Netflix original show uh, about a Is this the stalker guy? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, the wifey started watching it, and therefore I also started watching it. And it is... Pretty solid. Uh, I mean, it's not my cup of tea particularly, but it's not something I avidly dislike over. It's like, she turns on the procedural medical show and I just like turn around and walk out of the room like, I'm not watching this. I'll go watch The Office in the room again. And speaking of The Office, I watched Parks and Rec a lot this week. Nice. Yeah, I did a lot of Parks and Rec this week. We'll change up from <laughs> Office reruns. Yeah. Um, show really, really holds up. I, I have no point in like, I'm just going to skip this random episode. Every one of those episodes, I'm just like, I remember what happens. This is enjoyable. Is Ron Swanson in this episode? Then I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. I do find that if there's an episode where Duke Silver makes an appearance... Oh, my goodness. I love those episodes so much more. Duke Silver... The Duke Silver storyline is literally one of the most underrated television storylines of all time. It's a rare treat. You, nobody really talks about it, but it's like, this is... Nobody's supposed to talk about it, Corey. I guess, but like... There should be like a fake behind the music for Deep yeah, Duke Silver. Oh, I'd watch the hell out of that. How many seasons is, it, is that? Six? I six. think it's six, yeah. Season five. 
season finale, way better like yeah. series finale, correct? Yeah. There was like one episode in the final season that I'm absolutely in love with, but there were great moments in the final season. Yeah, and also, what the heck were they thinking? Moments. Yeah. So the the episode where Ron and Leslie get locked into the office to like work out their differences. Mm-hmm. Where we just start the fire. That that episode. Yes. that was outstanding. Uh, that episode <laughs> it, it it delivers everything you want in that type of show where it's got like a little bit of like sadness, a little bit of heartwarming, and just some really good laughs. Like, it, it just really delivered. And then the next episode, I'm like, they could have just not put this on television and nobody would be... I couldn't stand the, like, jump to the future with yes. the final episode. Awful. Yeah. Like, but the Office and Parks and Rec have been, like, always focused on, like, this could be real. Yes. And then the last episode of Parks and Rec was, like, floating couches... Like just ridiculous things. It was like, all right, you're taking me out of it. I'm not. I'm not in for this. This is just goofy. And there's this weird suggestion that Leslie does in fact become president of the United yeah. States. Leslie or Ben or Ben. Yeah. They don't really yeah. say because they're both wearing the pin. Yeah. Um, but we do get more the Cones of Dunshire, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would also play the Cones of Dunshire. I would buy that game in a heartbeat. If I could figure out the rules. <laughs> I would be on board. There's got to be an Etsy version of somewhere, right? I'm sure. ZTH Retreat. We're going to figure out how to play this game. (laughs) You forgot the most important part. The cones. (laughs) The architect. All about the cones. So yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much the extent of what I've been watching, so it's not really an exciting one for me. Alright. Mitch, pick this up. Uh, I have... Whenever I come home, I... Have to watch someone else's Netflix, which means my entire list is gone, and I can never remember what was on my list. So I watched through while I've been home uh, season one of Black Summer, never uh, heard which of is a Netflix original. It's a zombie um, show, and it definitely differs from others, and just the way the zombies act and a couple things. It's interesting. Um, I think it's much more situational than it is. Like a show like Walking Dead really wants to delve into the characters. The characters are fine. There's nothing wrong with the characters, but it's much more like what situations do they have to get in and how do they survive. So it was worth it was worth a, a quick watch and uh, while I've been home, just kind of relaxing. Was it long? Uh, eight episodes, okay. I believe, season one. So, and then I, of course, have been watching Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't know how much you guys have talked about that on this show. What is that? <laughs> uh, the season premiere the episode after the season premiere I forgot to mention it in my what have I been watching and sequel reminded me that it existed nice. <laughs> that's honestly about the extent of it I don't yeah, we don't really get into so it. yeah we have one more episode to go and then it's over yeah. all I can say is and then I can finally watch it all I can say is I cannot believe that a show with as much money as it has I talked to Corey about this either one of two things happened they have not hired somebody that knows anything about historical medieval battles, or they did and they either didn't listen to them or that person doesn't know their job. Because the way that they've set up the battles, the action's great, but it makes no sense a lot of the times, and that's really unfortunate and frustrating. Agreed. Feels very rushed. It certainly feels very rushed and feels like... It's not like a six-episode season? Yes. Yeah, Which is half the problem. they were offered ten episodes... And if they said the Game of Thrones, or they said the HBO, we could do, we can't do this unless we have two more ten episode uh, seasons. They would have given it to them in a heartbeat. So yeah, it's their money maker. It's, yeah. it's what's holding subscribers. I almost, it almost makes more sense if there wasn't going to be spinoffs because you'd think you'd want to end, have the best possible ending, 
but it seems weird that they're going to make spinoffs and they're rushing through the show that's going it's going to be based off of. Yeah. So they want to yeah. get to the new hotness. I have been enjoying it, but I could have certainly it could certainly be better. One more episode. I'm hoping the last one will be Hopefully. will make up for a lot. Are the writers of Game of Thrones that the two main writers? I forget their names. D and D. D Wheatwise and David Benioff or Benahoff. Right. So they're doing the next three Star Wars episodes. Are they? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. Interesting. Are they writing the spinoffs as well for Game of Thrones? Or I don't think so. They're gonna be too busy with. I think. I think. Star that Wars. The, I think the spinoffs are, are not. They're <laughs> I hope so. The spinoffs. Well, they're putting perfect. both in. So like these two writers. Stamp is on Game of Thrones proper, and all the spinoffs are going to be okay. Somebody else. I was about to say, since they're doing the next three Star Wars, it's a lot of work. If they, <sighs> yeah, I can't imagine. Get Ron Howard in here for one of the Game of Thrones. <laughs> That'd be interesting. JJ Abrams done with Star Wars. Move him over. <laughs> just a just a nice little swap. I'm okay with it. Game of Thrones <laughs> Lens Flares Edition. I can't even remember the other guy that, that did Lost. Damon. Lynn something. I never watched Lost. He's doing Watchmen though, which that looks phenomenal. We don't like the trailer. The trailer looks very bad. <laughs> I like the trailer. I like the trailer. Well, two of us don't like What the don't trailer. you like about the trailer? Well, my first thing is the, the, the Rorschach masks. It takes place 20 or 30 years after the events. Okay. So confirmed? this is like, they, yeah, this they, is, they don't want to, they don't want to remake the story. They want to tell a story about the world that has been affected. So okay. it was a retelling. So I yeah. was told, you know, it's in the synopsis is a reimagination. So I figured it was the same time, just told differently. But I if it's taking place recently, after, it takes place thirty years after. All right, then I'm so, more on board. I'm more forgiving of that trailer then because I kind of like that idea. Like there's this almost I don't know if it's a cult or a gang, but some group of people that are like holding up Rorschach's memory. It's like anonymous. Like what if the truth had gotten out? It's it's it all. It, yeah, right? Well, yeah. exactly. It's also kind of very similar to um, the start of Dark Knight. You have a bunch of people yes. with, like... Imitators. Um, yeah, a bunch of imitators of Batman dressed up in, like, hockey masks or, like, with, like, the hockey chest pads going after, like, gangsters. It's the same... It feels kind of, kind of similar, where it's just John and Jane people that are wearing Rorschach masks, and they don't quite get it. I mean, they... they <laughs> They don't realize that the whole point of the Rorschach mask is to not see the eyes, but hey, listen. You crazy doze. Oh, yeah, but they couldn't find that Rorschach material that just changes uh, every single... <laughs> I would Probably honestly... they don't make it. I would love... Probably because it's not real. Yeah. I, I mean, we're arguing about a world that has Dr. Manhattan, so... Yeah, I'd love... Does it, though? <laughs> not anymore. Hey! No. I would love to, want to have gotten a, like, short one-episode comic as, like, like a, a branch of like the uh, the Watchmen graphic novel where it is Rorschach getting his mask, like how? Well, you know they made prequel comics, did they? Yeah, yeah. they did. I don't know if we actually have a Rorschach getting his mask, but the there's a prequel comic that's Night uh, Night Owl, right? Yeah. Why am I blanking? Night Owl and Rorschach working together. The first I, Night Owl or Night Owl Two? Night Owl Two. Because I would I've seen Rorschach and the comedian. I've seen that one. I know it's no, Canada. I know there's a comedian, there's a Silk Spectre, yeah. there's Night Owl and Rorschach, there's Dr. Manhattan. So, I, did, I think there's a couple other weird ones. No one cares about Ozymandias. I did read the uh, the Doomsday Clock, the crossover mm-hmm. event between Batman and the Watchmen. It's honestly enjoyable. I like the story where 
I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, I can't. Sure. Give it away. <laughs> Does anybody care if I give it away? I kind of maybe the listeners do. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. All right. I don't care. This lends to something. There's a crossover between Marvel and DC, and the universes come together and fight. It's enjoyable, and no, no part of me wants it to ever be canonized. You yeah, know, but enjoyable is one thing. And I do know how Rorschach gets his mask. I either look this up or it's in one of the issues. Do you want to know? Yeah, yeah. So he was a Walter Kovacs as a tailor before he became like a vagrant. Okay, and. That material is, is invented by uh, Dr. Manhattan, and that was a very common fashion choice. Oh, like, you know what? Like a world with yeah. Dr. Manhattan. Come, come to think of it, I think that might actually be in the original Watchmen. Now that, yeah, now I, that I think that. so. It's now that you say that, I remember. Picture, re- I do right? remember reading yeah. it. Maybe in the comic, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think in the movie. No, it's not, it's definitely not in the movie. movie. Not in the super duper. But as, it's interesting movie. with this HBO show because now you can. Like I'm hoping it can be a you could literally watch the movie and then go into the show. And it'd be kind of this seamless... I mean, it's 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I can watch Infinity War and go into Endgame, yeah. and that takes place five years later, so... Not the beginning of Not it. the first mm-hmm. part. It's right after. Or Just shoot me down, Joe. All right, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All I know is the first episode better be good, because that's my HBO subscription hinges on that. <laughs> when does that drop? Soon. It does drop soon, right? It's close enough to the end I'm of the game of Thrones. I'm not watching it until it's over. <laughs> Yeah, it's close enough to the end of Game of Thrones where I'm going to keep it. I'm also excited for Dark Materials, but that's me. Is that an HBO show? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what yeah. it is. You know what Golden Compass is, yes? No. I know oh. it's a, like, it was a book series, wasn't it? Golden Compass was the first in the dark his Dark Materials book series, but good story. If it's done right, I think HBO will. Do you have more or is that... I'm done. Okay. Sequel scores and soundtracks. Oh, I should, I should also say that I watched Endgame, Six Stones and a Gauntlet. Obviously. <laughs> how many times? Just the one? I mean, how many gauntlets are there in the, <laughs> how many in the universe you, now? How many How many times have you watched it? Yeah, yeah. I've only seen it once. Okay. Uh, I want to go back, but... You're going to have time. Yeah. It's going to be out for a yeah, while. I'll see it plenty of times. Scores and soundtracks. Who is the lead composer of the new Watchmen series? Who's the lead composer? James Warner. Nope. Island Sylvester. Howard. Hans Zimmer. No. John Williams. It is not going to be a normal person. Cat Michael. Williams. Starts with a G last name. No. Tyler Bates. Alright, you guys all give up. It is Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails fame. Boo. Oh, he did Souls Network. Yes. And he's great. He's awesome. And I was I couldn't think of the name. I was going to say the Nine Inch Nails guy. But, no, yeah. yeah. Had you said that, I would have given yeah. it to you. Did he do another movie? He's done it. Bunch of movies. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh, social media? Did, did he do Midnight? He's involved with Midnight. Yeah, okay. I think he let lent some of the tracks for free because Jonah Hill wrote him mm-hmm. a letter. I think I remember you telling me about yeah. that. Yeah, apparently, the this doesn't premiere until the fall. Watch Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're almost there. Because that's true. That pesky summer. I guess I get rid of it and bring it back. <laughs> so, Joe, we haven't heard what you've been watching yet, right? But we've had everybody else. I have. Oh, we didn't get the sequel, sequel yet. yet. Okay. okay. Sorry. Joe can go first if you want. I can. Yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> I only have two things to talk about, so we'll end on the sequel. We'll end on a strong note. Sure. <laughs> I watched John Wick 2 again because the third one is coming out and we're watching that next week for the episodes. Spoilers. Spoilers. Plus, my girlfriend had never seen it, so in order for her to go see it with me, yep. kind of want, she wanted to see what happens with the dog. So she saw, saw the first one, though? Yes. <laughs> Dog's adorable. Think about the first dog. Well, the dog is the first dog is so cute. <laughs> yeah, that movie's good. Not as good as the first one, but still very good. And the other movie I watched was Mission Impossible. 
the first one. Okay. Because I found out I could rent Fallout for 99 cents, but I decided I'm going to watch the other ones before <laughs> Fallout. So, Mission Impossible is a really good movie, but it's hilarious to me seeing the 1996 Ethan Hunt going on the internet. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he's on Netscape, he's hunting and pecking, he's searching news groups, he's just typing random shit yep. in the search bar and nothing comes up. <laughs> That's how the internet works. It's amazing. I was oh. so confused by the plot of that movie the first time I saw it. I, I saw that movie Mission twice. Yeah. Twice as a much younger Joe, and then now seeing it as an adult, you, it's it makes way follow. more sense. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can honestly skip the second one. I'm going to watch it. Okay. I've never seen it. I, I should watch all around. I have the one that Bennett gave us. So John Woo's. That'll save me a rental. Which one was that? It's either Rogue Nation or Ghost Protocol. I think it's, it's Ghost Protocol. It's Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Yeah. second best one of the series. Fallout's the best one? Yeah. That's what I've heard. And I really like to get there. I really like three. Like to get there too. Two was so poor that like three was like all right, we're back. Well, was three really good or is three good because two sucks? Three has a very good villain, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. Rest in peace, big guy. Gone too soon. That's all I've been watching. Zeke, what do you got? All right, so I saw John Wick three today, but I can't talk about it. Correct. Don't do that. The Dolby Theater is amazing. It's, it's I love it so much. Like I saw I saw a Pokemon Detective Pikachu in it. And like it wasn't necessary. It really wasn't. <laughs> I still enjoy the seats. <laughs> but like so the movie theater the building itself is a it's in pretty rough shape. Mm-hmm. Walking in there, it's like a totally different different atmosphere. It's yeah. like ten degrees cooler, and I seriously feel. I put this in the chat today. Like when you're waiting on for uh, a line for a roller coaster at Disney World, they put you in that small room and they show you like a video. Then you're like walking into the actual like ride. It feels like that when I walk in there. I get goosebumps. I'm so excited, and then I sit down and I have it's a why it's an empty theater, and I reserved my seat last week, and then like. Four people have to sit like right next to me, and I'm not even in like that prime of a row. Yep. Just like, uh. <laughs> so, I uh, I love it. <laughs> I saw Endgame the second time I saw Endgame. I saw it in the IMAX theater of the Stone uh, of mm-hmm. that theater, which is literally the room over, like the next door over. I couldn't Dolby. hear the Dolby. <laughs> I couldn't hear the Dolby, but I was like, it's loud. It was just such a crappy theater. Like the seats were so. Trashy, like the room itself was well, trashy. Yeah, compared to the Dolby seats, yeah. No, but I hadn't gone into the Dolby room oh, okay. yet. But like, I was like, I didn't even need to buy the like. Why did I go and see this in IMAX here? Like, it didn't didn't have that gravitas. The Dolby theater I, is that considered an IMAX? It, it no, is. It's got. No, I think it's got the same size screen. Yeah, it, it's got at least have the same size screen. I don't. They give you the same perhaps. promos as if you were yeah. seeing. An what's IMAX what's movie? an IMAX ticket cost for a premium showing at? I don't. Know, I've that. never seen an IMAX movie the, at. The, the Dolby, I think, costs like. Fifteen forty-five. Yeah, it's like sixteen bucks. Well, depending on the movie, because the Avengers one had an opt-in part of a list, so it would have been like eighteen dollars. Really? Yeah. They do that by movie popularity. I think so. Wow. I'm guessing because that's what the app told me. But anyway, huh. that's neither here nor Interesting. Yeah. Long story short, the following week, I went and saw Detective Pikachu with sequel, and walking into that theater, I'm like, "This is what all theaters should be." Agreed. Sort of aspire to be. <laughs> I mean, I would I would like it if their reclining seats actually reclined a little more. See, I'm very comfortable on that. We'll get into it. It makes my neck hurt a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so what actual movies did you watch that you can oh, talk about? okay. Well, I'm up to season three of The Goldbergs. 
Okay. Which, How many seasons are there? I think there's five. Is it still going? It's still going strong. Still going. And I really <laughs> like it. I identify with a lot of the characters at different moments. It's very reminiscent to The Wonder Years, which is like a top five show of all time for me. Really? It's like a sillier version of The Wonder Years. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more right. But it's the same. It's this uh, older sister, middle-aged brother, younger brother. The younger brother is a narrator as an adult. Daniel Stern in The Wonder Years, Patton Oswalt and... Yeah. Uh, Goldberg's and it's uh, the dad's a stern guy that hates his kids. Oh, but that's my favorite part. <laughs> he of is show. so He's great. The, that's that's that why I watch that That's uh, Jeff Garland. Yes, Pumba, voice of Pumba. Yeah, so that's I've been I've been, I've been watching that, and uh, I have a what have you been reading? Ooh, I walked into my local comic book shop, and I'm not a big comic book guy. I just see the movies, so I've never really collected before. So I walked in. And the owner comes out and goes, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I don't know anything. I just see the movies and watch the shows. This is all very new and intimidating. I don't know where to start. Where do I start? He had a big smile on his face. He was taking me through different racks and histories. So he recommended a trade paperback of Craven's Last Hunt. Oh, yeah. So I am halfway through that. What and is it that? is outstanding. That's great. What a good experience yeah. like, to go into a shop and which, you could have very well just gotten a I don't know, man, what like I was super take intimidated a look around, right? Right? Like, there's so, so many comics everywhere. So yeah, I walked in and there's all these people there for Ma- Magic the Gathering. So uh It was Friday night? It was no, it was like a Wednesday night. Oh. Wednesday's usually D and D night, that's weird. And Friday night magic is the big magic day. Yeah, I don't know these things. <laughs> <laughs> now you do. But he's like, What are you into? And I'm like, um, well, you know, I've seen all the movies you can think of, I'm familiar with the lore and everything. So he's like, Watchmen's my favorite thing of all time. I recommend this, this, and this. I'm like, Well, I, I kinda wanna get into like the Marvel aspect and Spider Man's coming out soon, so how about some Spider Man? So he went through, Oh, you can do this storyline or this storyline and Craven Last Hunt, and I haven't looked at anything up about it, and I'm like halfway through, and I haven't even gotten to Craven yet, and I'm really like excited. That's cool. Yeah, nice. I'm excited for you. <laughs> yeah, it's fun because like now that I've seen the movies, the characters' names in the books, even though they're not they're mentioned, you don't see them. I know who they are. Yeah. So that like as a, when I tried this earlier, I'm like oh, I have no idea who Ned Leeds is. With <laughs> that name means nothing to me, and he's a pretty pivotal role in this storyline. And then one day. Craven appears in the movie, you will be that much more excited. Yeah, it. you'll be so ready, and you're like, "They did Craven so wrong." <laughs> I can actually. Where's his uh, leopard print leotard? <laughs> yeah, so it's like a 450 page. Um, wow, pay, uh, it goes quick though. I was gonna say. Well, yeah, it's comic. Yes, yeah. um, storyline's more important than artwork to me. I've discovered. Okay, like I, the artwork can't be crappy, but. Yeah. I, don't, I don't notice the art. When I read comics, I don't notice the art that much because I'm just focused on the dialogue and what's happening. I make sure I pause to admire yeah, <laughs> which phase because... Like someone put so yeah. much work into that. Exactly. Like, it's just not what... Like, I don't like paintings. Art is like, really for, important yeah. to me. Like, the story can be great and there's some, like, artists that... And you know what they do that really drives me crazy is there's some comic books, a lot of them do it, where the cover art is done by somebody completely different than the artist making the comic. That's such so a you like, switch. It's so you buy it and you're like, oh yeah, I'm ready for this. And you open it up and it's like the cartoon inside is so goofy and weird and they don't look real. And some artists are very rushed like looking and it, I'm like, why did, why did they like, and some of them are covered in plastic. So you don't get the chance to like yeah. look inside, but it's frustrating because <laughs> art is important to me. It's, and there's no thing to this trade paperback. Like if I wanted to 
read this entire storyline, I could never get all the issues. It would take me hours on the internet, it would cost me so much money, and because the storylines are from three different, like, versions of Spider-Man comics, like there's Web of Spider-Man, Spider-Man versus Wolverine, and then there's um, yep. the Amazing Spider-Man, is like the main one, and they jump around a lot. So if I just thought, oh, I'll just pick up an issue of Amazing Spider-Man and continue along, I'd be totally freaking lost. So trade paperbacks seemed like the way to get into it. I admittedly didn't really get into reading comics until we started doing this. And I do the same thing. I buy everything in graphic novel form for the exact same reason. Because it's just, you, you never, unless you're doing it since you were a kid, you're, you're never going to be able to keep up. So yeah, if, uh, I mean, I've got most of my, my stuff is in graphic novel form. So if you want The Watchmen, if you want um, I've, I've... Night. Fall? What is the what is the one that the Dark Knight is based off? Is that Nightfall? Isn't it Dark Knight Rises? No, that's a different one. Dark Knight Returns is a different one. Well, Dark, I mean Dark Knight Returns. I think it's called I think it's called Nightfall or something like that. I can, I can visually see the book on my shelf and I don't know what it's called. Now, is there a difference between a graphic novel and a trade paperback? Because like for for yeah, so trade paperback is all of the, the issues. So I get the in. cover art each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And a graphic novel is just one continuous. Yeah, it's one continuous. Yeah. So like the Watchmen, the Watchmen technically graphic novel. No, no, no. Originally, it was it was given in in bits. They turned it into a graphic. Yeah, novel. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. Yeah. Okay. I have it in graphic novel form. And if you're into collecting, really, anything recent is not worth not getting the graphic novel or the trade paperback because right. with printing, the way that printing has changed, they're not worth anything. You really need to go back to a certain point. When if if you're into comic book collecting, you want those like single issues. You're looking for like that price on the original comic, and there's a certain point that it's like that is cheap enough that it could very well be worth something. So, oh, yeah. interesting. You want the issue zeros? Issue zeros. Yeah, or first appearances. First Those appearances. are very important too. Yeah. Yeah, that's I like reading the cover art. Like cover art's beautiful, but I like reading the little thing. First appearance of this, and and I like in the panels where it's like when you're in the character's thought bubble head, like he's not speaking, nobody's thinking it. And in the bottom right-hand corner, it goes, uh, it references the storyline, like, first mentioned in Amazing Spider-Man 1985 or something. It's, it's pretty cool. I didn't read that. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to keep up. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's it, man. That was a good experience. And uh, I should be finished with this, like, hopefully by the weekend. I want to go back and get another one, so. Nice. It'll be good. Sequel's got a new uh, hobby. I hope that guy's there. And then he lights oh, up when he sees it. you. Yeah. What do you get back? What else you got for me? Let's even, go, bro. He even said, like, because he was like, most of these are, like, 20 bucks, and this one was significantly more than $20. And, uh, like, I had my wife with me, too. So, like, he said the uh, price, and I was really into it, and I kind of glanced at my wife, and she was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and then he looked at us and said, if you think this sucks, bring it back, say, hey, man, this sucks, and I will give you your money back. So I like the idea that you walk in that shop, and he's helping another customer. He literally puts his hand on his face and shoves him away. What'd you think? <laughs> you. I want to help you. I want to hear about your craving experience. <laughs> yeah. So that is what we've been watching and reading this week. This is the movie facts for Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which is the name of the movie. 2019 is the year right now and when the movie came out. Rated PG, one hour, 44 minutes long. Directed by Rob Letterman. And it stars Ryan Reynolds, Justice Smith... Catherine Newton, Bill Nighy, got it. The science guy. He... Hey, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Ken Watanabe and Chris 
gear, budgeted at $150 million. So far, in about a week, it has made worldwide $181 million. $69 million of that is domestic, as far as how this movie was scored by critics and people. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 65%. Fresh. <laughs> Audience score of 84%. IMDb 7.0 out of 10, Metacritic 53, with a user score of 7.8. Those are the movie facts. Let's get into our general thoughts, which, as always, are spoiler-free. Mitch, why don't you kick us off? This is the best video game movie probably ever made. Once again, low bar. But that Yeah, that being said, that isn't a high bar to me. I love the uh, old Super Mario movie, but just because wow. it's so bad. Because yeah, it's so bad. That is an awful um, movie. It's yeah. a terrible movie. And that's why I like it. It's like that one of those, you enjoy how terrible it is. So bad um, I, I enjoy a lot of this movie. There's things that I really don't know why they did in it, but we'll get into it. Corey. So, a very astute observation by somebody I follow on Twitter uh, that I read right before I walked into this said that Act 1 is... Really good. Act yeah. two is interesting, and then Act three is like, well, that was an odd choice. Are that is this room. Yes. Okay. I agree a lot with this person. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, sound really smart and handsome. And handsome. Ooh. I bet <laughs> they had, it too far. I bet they have a really cool looking mohawk too. It's me. <laughs> probably, probably one hell of a wedding efficient too. Let's all be honest here. Let's, let's lay all the cards on the table. It's Mitch, guys. No, I think I think that that kind of hits it on the head. Like I got really amped. Right after this movie started, like watching these Pokemon come to life in a way that I don't think I ever really would have expected was awesome. And then I get to the end of the movie, I'm like, the, I don't know what they did or why they did it. Like, it was very confusing towards the end of the movie. Otherwise, I really enjoyed most of this movie. Sequel. What do you got? This movie's fine. I'm not a big. Pokemon guy. I mean, we talked about our Pokemon experience before the show started. Um, I watched the Indigo League. I had a couple of packs of cards. I never played the games. Um, game's so fun. It's it's, <laughs> it's a kid's movie. I have one major, major, major problem with this movie, and I could not get over it, especially at the end, and it was just... That car... So <laughs> fucking loud. Every, and it, every Friday. Every Friday. It can't just be what cars sound like. <laughs> and it's not that we hit the record button at the same time every Friday. Like, it always varies, yet. It's like, it's like they know. <laughs> they, just, they should have started recording by now. <laughs> but yeah, I have one major problem with it. It's tough for me to get over, and it kind of ruins the whole thing for me. But uh, as far as kids' movies go, I think this movie is for kids, and it nails it. I was in the second I heard Ryan Reynolds as the Pikachu in it. I love the original Pokemon, like 151 and before, I'm all in. I don't care for any of the other generations. This is about as good as I could have hoped for for a Pokemon movie. The video game movie bar has been set so low that I didn't hate my time in here. Yeah, there's plenty of problems to be had with this movie, which we'll get into as we talk about specifics and spoilers, but as far as the experience I expected, it's about on par. And I'm not upset. Those are our general thoughts for Pokemon Detective Pikachu. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling it. If you haven't seen it yet, this is your chance to get out spoiler-free, because we're going to talk about plenty of things that happened in it, 
Starting right now. I really only know 151. I Same. played I played Gen 2. I played a little bit of gold. Yeah, I played gold and silver, so I know Gen 2 more or less. But past that, Gen 3, I think I played those games sporadically and not, like, all the way through. So I've got no clue. Like, I get to a certain point in listening to, like, Geek Wars when they did Pokemon <laughs> questions, and I'm like... That sounds like a great show. It's an amazing show. It's such show. a good show. <laughs> it's seriously the best trivia game show podcast that I've ever listened to. Listen to it. What the heck is Geek Wars? <laughs> <laughs> a little sequel. <laughs> you know, and the weird thing about running Geek Wars is every contestant that was on that show for the most part was like oh your Pokemon category is over 151 it was like yes the Pokemon <laughs> category uh, so like that's, that's why I never wanted to pick it yeah it's like I avoided it because I'm like there's, there's too yeah, there's too, too much bad. it's too much at this Very point bad. they made um, a garbage bag Pokemon <laughs> they're out of ideas yeah oh my gosh don't get me started there's so many trash Pokemon from Gen 1 but the one thing that trash. this movie does uh, to it's credit is it allowed itself to have spatterings of a lot of different generations, but focused on the ones that ultimately, in my opinion, are the most popular ones. Which, which is my favorite aspect of this movie. Yeah, like, the, the and, and, and I think that there's just a moment, and it happens early on, where you see birds flying. Mm-hmm. Those pigeons. aren't birds. Those are sparrows and pigeons and pigeons. Like, that, that's... Yeah. These are the thing. These are the animals in this world, so... You're immediately immersed in exactly what you think this world should be immersed in. A world with Pokemon doesn't have regular dogs. A world with Pokemon doesn't have cats or pigeons. It has Growlis and Meowths. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what I wanted out of it. So the fact that they didn't break that at any point, I, I think is honestly a huge credit to this movie. Yeah. My, my knowledge of Pokemon has grown with Pokemon Go. Because I like... I think all of us was just 151, and but with Pokemon Go, it's grown. So I was very happy. Sequels about 30 to 40, yeah, <laughs> certain things. But <laughs> I think I think I saw somebody. Um, and I'm not referencing somebody in this room, but tweet about it uh, on on Twitter, and like they said something along the lines of, "I could watch an entire movie with just people and Pokemon interacting with each other." Because kind of, like, I toyed on, and it's not, but I toyed on my favorite scene just being every time there was Pokemon in the background <laughs> interacting in the city in the wild, because that was the thing that, to me, was like, oh, this is very cool. I like this a lot. I like seeing this on the big screen. I was really happy the Pokemon don't look like shit. Yeah, but you like, know what? There are a couple I don't like that much, but for the most part, they don't look terrifying and weird. They just look like... They're supposed to. They found a weird, like, medium with, like, making them look like their cartoon selves while at the same time adding a little bit of realism, and it kind of works. But at no point, so, it, but it's not like the CGI is so good that it's like, oh, this is... They look so real. Yeah, yeah. this looks so, like, this is just perfectly integrated. Like, you could tell... They're noticeably CGI. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, like, in certain films, I would think that that's a huge problem, but considering what they're doing, like you can't 
You can't ask for much more than what they gave us, it's right? It's consistent throughout. Yeah. Too. So you accept it early on and you go with it, and it's not you're not even it's not even a thought in your head. Yeah, it, it, it's not yeah, like it's not like the Detective Pikachu looks so real and so perfectly integrated that when you see Gyarados in the battling pit, you're like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Like it all works. It's it, like you said, consistent. Well, that's the problem with what everybody's complaining about with the Sonic trailer is that Ugh. Sonic does not need a human set of teeth. Like we don't like whoa, whoa, whoa just go a little bit more more cartoony. Like Long and it works. Legs. It works for this. Yeah, that trailer is awful. It is awful. But we're not here to talk about that yet. One yeah. day. <laughs> One yeah, day. Tune into the Sonic episode <laughs> if that movie ever comes out. It will. I know. Nintendo Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, God. They're already they're already greenlit a sequel for this. Like it's already happened. Detective Pikachu? Yeah. I think yeah, I think there's there's a, Detective uh, Pikachu Kingman movie being made too. Oh, I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> Thank God that's not in the purview. <coughs> Pat Oswald's face on a little uh, little body walking around. I'm not sure how they're gonna pull off a sequel to this though. Do you it's, guys want to see Detective Pikachu 2, or no. do you want to see something totally... I want to see... I want to see World. I, I want to see Same another World Pokemon totally movie, yeah. not yeah. Detective Pikachu. I want to Pikachu. see kind of a, like, Ash Ketchum story. I want to see Pokemon or, Battles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Some trainers. I don't yeah. want, like, one quick scene, like, of it, yeah. Like, yeah, some weird underground mm-hmm. battle scene. I guess we got more than... Because we get the end battle, but it's, yeah. it's not a Pokemon battle. one and a half battles. battles. Yeah. 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 And the thing is, the thing is, too... The way that they chose to end this movie, which is one of the longer parts of this movie... It, no. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so the the best part of this movie is the fact that Pikachu could talk and they could understand each other and they had that connection. Now that Ryan Reynolds is no longer yeah. inside of that Pikachu, how are you going to have to take the Pikachu too? Ooh, ooh, he gets that put back into the Pikachu. <laughs> That's but probably how this stupid happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would imagine that's how this goes. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point of it? The Pikachu can't talk or do anything. I think that's why, that's why I'm saying I don't want this story again because not that I like the way that this movie ended, but I don't want some weird hand wavy thing that's like Ryan Reynolds had to go back into covers, right? To get put back into the Pikachu, and guess what? Now you're gonna follow your your dad's Pikachu. I think if Ryan Reynolds wants to be back in it, that's a hundred percent the way that they will go. They, yeah, for sure. You guys are aware of the original choice for Detective Pikachu to do the voice? Did I tell you guys this? No. No. Danny DeVito. Nope. Yeah. I would, that would have, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I'd though, love to see it. You probably did that as well. I'd love to have it, like, an option on the DVD. <laughs> the deleted scene. Yeah, just, just an extra in the yeah. DVD that is. Just replace it with clips of Frank from Always Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they like voice over Frank. It's always sunny into that Pikachu. Definitely changes the dynamic of the movie. A little bit. You gotta pay the Pikachu toll. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it further. I'm not going. <laughs> but like even even just that scene where like he crawls out of the car. <laughs> Danny just thinking of Danny DeVito's body doing that, like what? Uh, Is that another Pokemon? <laughs> Is that an execute? certainly did Pokemon voices. <laughs> so my biggest gripe with the movie. Yeah, I can't wait to get in there. And we're here. Didn't take us long. <laughs> no. So we mentioned it. The main character I don't even remember his name. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> Jaden Smith. Justice Smith. Justice Smith. Damn it. He's a much better yes. actor than Jaden Smith. <laughs> 
Not wrong. Well, the father uh, father's name is Harry, right? Yeah. So Harry is consciousness is inside Pikachu, which is the reason that our hero can understand Pikachu. So Pikachu has the same voice as the kid's dad, and the kid does not recognize his dad's voice the entire movie. The entire freaking movie. I know they had a strange relationship, but he knew of his dad. He probably hasn't lived with his dad in many years. I'm thinking back to when I was eight years old. I can remember my teacher's voice just fine. How does not... Blah, 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 blah. How do you not recognize your father's voice? I hate doing this because you can do this with almost every flaw in a movie, but I would throw out, like, if a Psyduck came up to you with your dad's voice and just started talking to you... Would you be like, you sound oh, just man, like my father. Are you my father? <laughs> Not are you my father. I'm like, yeah. wow, he yeah, had the same sound, voice as my dad. Some ducks sound a lot like my dad. <laughs> yeah. That would totally be it. Oh, that bothered the heck out of me. His name is Tim. Tim. Okay. Yeah, Tim. Tim Goodman. So hard to remember. Yeah, yeah right? So generic. Tim uh, Goodman. Yeah, I guess I just... I don't know how you defend it. I just... <laughs> I have a worse problem with the movie. Really... It's about how we can hear him. But no other Pokemon can talk in that state. Like at the end, no well, other Pokemon can talk. You, you, me too. Do we actually like? That. Do we actually kind of get? Right. Do we? Yeah. A backwards Mewtwo explanation about their hearts being linked or something. Therefore, oh, it's stupid. Yeah, I know. It doesn't really make sense. That's I don't like that. another flaw See, in the movie. I wanted personally, like I, I think the better story there would have been every person. Has that one Pokemon that they like a Pokemon soulmate, if you will, can understand, and that's the Pokemon that you can physically communicate to, and but no one else has ever had that except for this one kid. Yeah, or well, I mean, we maybe you hear, maybe there's rumors that it's happened in the past, but there's a news group on the internet. Yeah, like it's no, like we haven't seen it in years or whatever it is, or vice versa. Everybody can understand their one Pokemon, and he just hasn't found his yet. But I feel like do that would be public knowledge that people yeah. can understand their own Pokemon. Like that Lucy understands her Psyduck. Do we need an explanation? Like, if the movie went and you had that moment where Pikachu was like, what does he say? He's just like, something along the lines of like, like we've got a connection, kid. Like, And that connection is hope. Or something along those lines. And basically, if that's all we get, do we need more than that? I don't need more than that. I don't need some ridiculous, convoluted ending to explain it. Yeah. I think that's because you're a Pokemon fan. And this movie is very much for Pokemon fans. But for someone who's not heavy into it, th- that was my constant thought throughout the entire movie. It was like, how come he can understand them? That's a seal. I'm like, I really hope we got an explanation for this. You could, I really want to You couldn't just feel it in your jellies? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, even... Oh, that would have been a good quote, That would have been, yeah. It, as oh, a Pokemon fan, there's so many weird things that happen in Pokemon with, like, ancient Pokemon, like, tablets and... Pokemon having powers. Mewtwo is psychic. It could have. It didn't have to be what it was for Pikachu to be able to talk sure. to him and have this connection. Yeah, I, I for me, I think the biggest problem with this movie is actually what happens at the end when people when we find out that people are becoming one with their Pokemon because all of these people have just gotten attacked and put into literal battle monsters. And not one of them thinks to go back and try to help out and be like, dude, this Mewtwo thing is a dick. Let's go fight him. First of Pikachu all, Pikachu couldn't remember. <laughs> Pikachu couldn't use moves, though, because he couldn't remember how to do so. Yeah, remember. At the end. 
Yeah. yeah, but that's but that's Pikachu and his amnesia from the accident well, in but itself. It, is it, though? Or is it the fact that he's a person put into a Pokemon's body who doesn't know how to use these moves? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying, though. I guess that's like, kind of... I would imagine that all those people could, like Harry, the Pikachu, <laughs> could use moves over some time of practice, but not right away. Yeah, but that is certainly not the biggest problem with all of No, that. it's just so, one of those things that, like... Pikachu I... beats a Mewtwo. Come on. Yeah, that is a bigger problem. This movie goes downhill for me as soon as we get earthquake, ginormous-sized Torterra that are also never mentioned ever again as it's, this it's, huge problem. Yeah, that was weird. It's yeah. an action-crazy it's such a weird sequence thing. for action. Yeah. It was so my seat in the Dolby Theater would vibrate. Yes. <laughs> That's it. And it was one, it's also one of those things where when that happens... They literally just stand up, look left, look right, and go back to sleep. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're okay now. (laughs) You spend all of that time having these things stand up to not move an inch? Is that... That's not in Torterra's... I have no idea. I don't know what they are. Torterra, like, hibernate for... Like, is this going to be the next... Snorlax? uh, Detective Pikachu 2, The Awakening of the Torterra. (laughs) Like, what is, you know... Is this something we're, we're tabling for later, or is it just going to be hand waved? I feel like it's going to be hand waved. Because again, even even just from just from a plot standpoint, right? So this guy has been doing genetic modifications and experiments on different Pokemon, and he's trying to make Torterra the size of huge landscapes. So nobody noticed that this like normal looking landscape. Was suddenly all, all forest and mountainy. There's a lot of land that wasn't here before. Time wasn't, to put up some new houses. Wasn't, <laughs> that happens sometimes. Wasn't this kind of more flat and regular looking? I guess maybe ago? it's a little bit more normal in a world filled with Pokemon. But yeah, still, that's cool. a lot of land that wasn't there before. Late bloom terraforming. Yeah, right? So, can, oh, you got it. Can anybody, so since we're kind of already there at the end and the big battle, and the big bad guy plan. Can anybody explain to me his motivation in putting humans into... His his motivation for what he did was, I'm sick, I want to go in the most powerful Pokemon's body, which I would have liked there to be some sort of like shield or protection around his body, because what a dumb plan. But why did he do it to everybody else? It's like a I don't understand. mega maniacal thing where he's just like, this is the next step in evolution, we're going to join people with Pokemon... I'm the best. But I think my biggest problem with it is that he didn't do it to himself. No, no because... Not the mind way. link. He, he had the mind link oh. left his body there. Well, because Mewtwo put... is the only Pokemon capable of doing it, I think, because of, I guess, his psychic abilities. He's the most powerful Pokemon. Yeah, he's yeah. the best Pokemon, which he loses to a Pikachu, which is ridiculous. But I would imagine that's why, because he had to be the driving factor of this because only Mewtwo can do it and someone needs to control Mewtwo. Yeah. That's all I got. Pikachu wins because the most powerful Pokemon attack is believing in yourself. Well, <laughs> also, I'm say he wins you know because though? an old crusty man was controlling Mewtwo at the time. And, and also the battle doesn't, it's not like he beats Mewtwo and then they take the, thing, the, the link off of its head. They win because Mewtwo isn't a bad guy in this. And when they remove the link, and YouTube gets his... Well, they remove the link from the dude. 
who's passed out in a chair. But that's what I'm saying. As soon as, as, soon as they were protected by guards yep. or yep. other Pokemon. One ditto. Or, well, one, one, ditto, one, ditto. one ditto. That's very easily subdued in retrospect. Yeah. All things considered. You figure you'd have a couple of Machamps chat, like, yeah. hanging around. All the Pokemon you choose, you choose one ditto, huh? Um... But yeah, they don't. The Pikachu doesn't defeat Mewtwo. They they break the psychic link. Mewtwo comes to his senses. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm not the bad guy here," and stops fighting. Ultimately, but he does some serious work against that Mewtwo that he really has no business doing. Correct, Pikachu. <laughs> Again, also correct. But that's one of those things where it's like, no Pokemon has any business doing anything to a Mewtwo. Mewtwo is except for a Mew. Yes. Would the whole premise of that last battle and the big bad and his whole plan, would that be different had they not asked the question how do we explain Detective Pikachu talking? To me, I think the answer is yes. I don't think they even need to explain it. I agree. I wish they had. I agree, but (laughs) is that why all that exists? Maybe. Probably. I mean, at the very least, to some extent, it it has to be put, like, yeah, I feel like it's it's just the answer to their question rather than a like you know what, we've got a good idea for a story and this is it like makes sense. Yeah. Wait, here's an even better question: Wouldn't the story have been better if everything's the same, but Harry's body is in fact like it is gone? Like there is no way like Harry died in that car crash and he stays in the Pikachu. only way for him to survive and live on is. By keeping his mind inside of Pikachu. I like it better if he if he regains his memories, if he gets to remember that he's his dad and mm-hmm. stuff, and then just continues on as inside the Pikachu. That's weird. I'm so down for Detective <laughs> Pikachu too in that in that yeah exactly. for that reason. But because of they don't do that, it's really weird that they would make a second movie. And <laughs> Pikachu's my dad. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I like that. That's honest to, honest to God for me. Bring home a Jigglypuff like I'd oh like you to God. start calling her mom. Dad, you got She will sing you to sleep. <laughs> Literally. So, so here's a question for you because this is like the last line of the movie and, and, it, and it calls into question everything. Tim? Tim, yep. is the, yeah. Tim is like, Tim goes, a, a, after he decides that he's going to hang out and stay with Dad, he says, you want to go get a cup of coffee? And he's like, Oh my god, yes, it's all I've been thinking about. So that caffeine addiction was actually Pikachu's and not Harry's. No, that was Harry's. No, because Harry's... It, you, Harry, you take that as like he's surprised that he... Yeah, he, like, he, he, he made it sound like, I, I've i never been this addicted to caffeine, but that's kind of, all I, I can think, think about. that. I took it as Harry's, but the way... Yeah. The way if he's he always it, been addicted to coffee, his reaction why would like, his reaction be like, yeah, like, obviously... It, like yeah, I got him with me this whole time. So yeah, he, he doesn't. So he doesn't gain the memories back of his time inside Pikachu with his son. Like that time is gone from Harry's memory. Done. That that's what that's, that's what I'm assuming yeah. from that from that mm-hmm. scene. Is that a firework? Yes. We're all gonna die. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Eventually, hope it was a firework. <laughs> <laughs> so if his memory is gone, I don't like that. I, I'm. I feel like they're insinuating that it is, but he shared this special time with his son, and now they have to start over from. Yeah, well, remember from when point you were a Pikachu? No. no. What a stupid <laughs> thing you said. I'm st- I'm, this is why we I'm were never starting close. to rethink this relationship. <laughs> is it erased from the Pikachu's 
memory. That's an even weirder just, yeah, it's, it's just a blackout. <laughs> we don't know. The last right. thing I remember was a car crash. You can't ask it. <laughs> you can choose to sit down with it, sliding a cup of coffee across the table. Yeah. Also, who serves, who serves Pokemon, like, Americanos? Like, it's... Maybe it's popular. How did, how did he order them? No one else could hear him. Yeah. <laughs> did he tell Tim to But how did he do it before? But then again, one of the... Wait, wait, wait. One of the producers was... This. One of the Breezes was a Pokemon, and it is established that Pokemon can communicate that's with true. each other. All right, you're right, you're right. So that's Somehow okay. they all know each other's languages. But none of them talk in our human language except for this one. Except for Even when they're interacting with each other. and Meowth 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's a lot of... People side and use. Yeah. And this does... And, and they did confirm that this takes place, like, now... In the timeline of Pokemon. That makes sense. It's linked well, to they, the first movie. That's what was going to be my question before. Yes. Right? It's in the same world as that. Yes, but and they even say... So they, they said it in the near future. Because they said 30 years ago, and the first Pokemon movie didn't come out 30 years ago. It came out like 20 years ago. It is right? very loosey-goosey with that. Which is honestly, I think, a better decision. Because mm-hmm. it is the Pokemon world in one sense. Kanto, Shinho region, they're all things that are mentioned in the movie. I don't want to PC um, you, so I'm fine with this. <laughs> but then, like, the world they're in is pretty much, like, answering the question of any of us who have ever been like, well, what if Pokemon were real in our w- world? Because the world that we're given is, besides the Pokemon, pretty much our world. Like, mm-hmm. they have cell phones and things that in the anime, they in the games... They never have these things. Like, the technology in the games is very different. They have a Pokedex, and that's about it. And, and adults are not rampant in the, like, anime or the games. They're few and far between, and yeah. it's a very different It's a very different world. I think that was the better choice, though, with everything we needed, especially for somebody who, like, we talked about somebody who never was introduced to Pokemon. We don't need to get into the... Like, let's introduce you to a whole new world with different technology. What they did, I think, was perfectly well. So it's connected. Yeah. Now, how do you guys feel about this being the same universe as Home Alone? This was the other thing I was talking about. What in the world? (laughs) Why would they do this? What? Why would that be? Very twisty. So, Home Alone. So the Wet Bandits and Pokemon... Home Alone is the movie I've seen the most in my life. It's not my favorite movie by any stretch. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. I know 100% what you're talking about. When Tim walks into his dad's apartment, the TV's on, and he goes, oh, detective movies again. And it's the scene from Home Alone. Now, that movie is not an actual movie. City with angel face. Angels with filthy souls. Mm -hmm. That black and white short Kevin watches in the original Home Alone is filmed for Home Alone. And in Home Alone 2, it's angels with even filthier souls. So unless Home Alone's on... And it could very well be Home Alone was on on that TV. Home but he on. does say detective movies. Again, he's he an idiot. Shuts it off. <laughs> this is in the Home Alone universe. <laughs> I can't accept You're this. reading too much into <laughs> an Easter egg. But again, I said, holy crap, that's Home Alone. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, holy crap, it's Home Alone. Yeah. Would Alone. you have appreciated Macaulay Culkin as a Pokemon trainer? Absolutely. <laughs> Only if he does this. Uh, be, <laughs> I squirt off that? It'd be Kevin McAllister as a... Just an old, washed up Kevin McAllister. I wonder why they did. They could have chose any movie, really, any detective movie. It, it must have been like the choice of somebody making or part of the movie. Ryan Reynolds. Somebody was like, "I really like Home Alone. 
let's put this Maybe someone was involved with Home Alone and this movie. Well, I guess it would be like studio rights, right? Like, who has the rights to the Home Alone? Who has the rights to this movie? I have no idea who made the Warner Brothers? Can I postulate another theory? Sure. uh, As you just said, it is the movie that you've seen the most. Yes. You are around the same age as me and Mitch. 30 years old. I I like how I'm not included in this. (laughs) Joe is 60 years old for the <laughs> listeners out there. I sound great for 60. <laughs> no, so you're, we're all around the same age. Sure. Right? So we all were brought up on Home Alone, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. We were also all at prime age to get wrapped up in the Pokemon frenzy yep. when it came out. So that may be just a nod to the, time to period, the, the, to the, to the intended audience mm-hmm. Perhaps. Which is us 30-year-olds that are still in love with Pokemon who might have kids that are going to take it. I just thought it was an odd choice. It, it, I'm not saying it isn't an odd choice. It I'm simply a... saying that it, that Easter egg might just be something to like connect to say, yes, this is in fact for people. I did not notice up. that, and it is Warner Brothers who did this movie. Okay. okay. I don't think Warner Brothers did. No? Home Alone. No. I don't. I'm not Hold on. You keep going. Okay. I'm guessing 20th Century Fox. I'm going to put it out there. I don't know. Was Amblin? Yeah. But who owns Amblin? Tristar. Though? Tristar. I didn't look it up yet. Oh. <laughs> Might be Amblin. Now that you say it. Um, Fox. 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 20th Century Fox. What's well, distributed by? So that means Close it's up. Disney not... Disney now. It's Disney yeah. now. <laughs> but this isn't Warner Brothers. Nope. Home, so. We're going to get Home Alone 4, finally. We know they're, they're beyond Five, 4. Six, yeah, they've already eight. made 4. What was... I only remember three. Yeah, that's because four was... With Macaulay Culkin? So, no. No, with, I didn't have, have, with Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Four was not... Look, four was directed DVD? Yeah. I'm asking you because you're saying this is like your favorite movie. Yeah. Well, it's not my favorite. No, it's just a oh, movie. It's just I a movie that's real. It's on every it's Christmas. It's you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you have based your life on Home Alone. <laughs> Somebody asked He's you wearing once. a Home Alone shirt, yeah. right? He has, he has the turtle dove with him right now. That's <laughs> part two. I know. Um, no, so I love movies, as you all know, and somebody asked me, what movie have you seen the most? And I actually put thought into it. Home Alone's on every year. I loved it as a kid. It was probably the funniest movie I saw as a kid. Great. And it used to be on, like, every Thanksgiving also. So, like... Yeah, they kind of start playing it at Thanksgiving, and then they stop playing it around New Year's. But as growing up as kids, Channel 4 or Channel 7 had the Thanksgiving family movie, and Home Alone was it for, like, a few years. So I remember that being on, and... I just think I've seen it more than any other movie. But in this universe, it's the parents who are home alone because they send the 10-year-olds out. Exactly. It's mad. <laughs> so mad. We went down a weird rabbit hole here. We did. I couldn't did. wait. As so, soon as that scene happened, I'm like, yep, this is getting brought up. <laughs> I'm talking about this thing that probably two people didn't even notice. <laughs> so, I will say that I, I, I'm a little disappointed in... Long episode. Is it long? Yeah, we, we started like 45 minutes into the episode talking about the movie. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I am I am relatively disappointed that we didn't get to see more Pokemon doing Pokemon things. As cool as it was to see them just integrated into the world, which I really enjoyed. I, You know, you want to see Squirrel use Water Gun, or you want to see... They put up fires. And they, which yeah. was great because that's a direct reference to yeah, the Squirtle episode where they became fire fire fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he clean the floor too? Didn't he squirt water on the floor and somebody mopped it up? I believe so. Maybe. But we see very, very few moments 
Oh, we see Pokemon doing things like that. Jigglypuff sings karaoke. Yeah, Jigglypuff sings karaoke. It's condensed to certain. It's condensed to certain, but and we we get next to no actual trainer battles, which you know. Yeah, the closest thing we get is the pits. Is the pits and, weird, and, and that weird, really wasn't that great weird. of a battle. No, no, it was a weird like, premise, and once again, I wonder if like because it all kind of ties back to that weird choice they made at the end, where merging Pokemon, like merging everything, merging because the whole. We're gonna make a Pokemon movie in a city that doesn't do Pokemon battles. Like, mm-hmm. was kind of strange. Ooh, uh, it's, an, it's, a, it's an interesting choice, if nothing else, and that's fine. So they didn't have I to get worry it. about like the battle aspect. Yeah, I mean, certainly it's gonna save on the CGI budget, right? Like they 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 did a they had a big CGI budget budget just to put all these Pokemon in. So trying to do battles would have been a whole whole heck of a lot worse. So if they're, if they're if they're making another one, that's my hope is that there's more Pokemon doing Pokemon things like that. If they talk up the whole trainer thing, like that's that's the movie I want. Yeah, I want to see a trainer. That's movie. the movie I'm never going yes. to get. Yeah. Well, it's basically a sports movie, but it's just with never. Pokemon trainer. The the opening scene with with Cubone was up there for me. It was in contention to be my favorite. I love that scene. That was that, that yeah. was almost my pick with Dopinder from Deadpool. Yes. That made that made yeah. the scene even better. You're just lonely. Thanks. Well, I just the interaction between Cubone and Tim. I, I like yeah. that. I mean, Cubone's my favorite Pokemon, so that oh, also perfect. Hit close to home. I was Is like, it? Yes. Way to open this. And then he's like, "You're wearing the skull of your yeah. dead mother." Yeah. <laughs> I want to Pokemon to pull that off. No, oh, he didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cool. It's not turning green. It should have turned green by now. So, I also like the fact that you don't think of Cubones, or I don't think of Cubones, as literally just sitting in the field crying. Crying. But that's exactly what I was doing. I'm like, you know what? No, that that might make sense. That might be how Cubones exist. Constantly depressed. Just sit, like, literally on their own, sitting in the middle of the field crying. Most emo Pokemon. <laughs> of. The lead actress, her name escapes me also, I thought she did a very good Kef- job. Catherine Newton? I don't think the, I've seen her. The reporter? Yes. Yeah, Catherine I haven't Newton. seen her in many things, but I'm kind of excited to see her more things in the future. I really liked her. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but... I think she played her role a little over the top. I think she she overacted a little bit, and I think that she overacted on purpose. It's not like... She doesn't know how to act, so she just gave it a little extra. I think she was trying to portray somebody who's a little over the top. Yeah, yeah well, it has to fit the know-it-all and the noir aspect. So she yeah, that. exactly. That's the, when we're first introduced to her, right. I yeah. think that is what she's going for, is portraying that type of character. And... She tones it down later on, though. She like, does. She does as, tend to, like, to kind of mellow out. Right. But there's also this connection with... For me, anyways, just the original anime... Right, animes are tend to be a little over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, certain ones. Um, so for her, it's like it's like she's and the the fact that she kind of starts up there a little over the top and kind of mellows out is bridging the like again bridging the two worlds between an anime and this now live action movie. Yeah, that's contemporary. So I I, I agree. I really enjoyed her performance as well. The Argas. Chemical purple stuff. I wanted that to be a Team Rocket thing yeah, so badly. 
Apparently, in Detective Pikachu, the game, that's like a thing, is the mm-hmm. Argas, has nothing to do with Team Rocket. But I thought that's what they're going for. I thought the purple-haired lady, a uh, pink-haired lady, was going to be Jesse, mm-hmm. and I was... Where's looking, James? Maybe coming later. I don't know. I thought we were going to get a talking meowth. This is things I remember from Indigo League that I was just trying yeah. to connect to while watching the movie, but um, it's weird that it wasn't a Team Rocket thing. Like, having... It was just because that was the last name of the... The big bad, right? His name, last name started with R, so... I guess, yeah. I think that's, yeah, all they were going for, but... I thought the same thing. And I would have appreciated those cameos. Yeah. I, you know, they, they say, at some point, like, Mewtwo was first created, and they say either 20 or 30 years ago. I would have loved to have a really quick, like, 30-year-old, like, um, man sitting at, like... Maybe he's working at a grocery store or something... And you're going to see him, like, see them go by, and his name tag says, like, Ash. That was like, yeah. oh, clearly he didn't make it as a Pokemon trainer. Makes sense. <laughs> or oh Giovanni. How yeah. far he's fallen. <laughs> oh, gosh. I also thought we would get a Poke Center. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get But that. without Pokemon battles being sanctioned, you don't need it as much. But yeah. Poke- Pokemon gets sick, too. don't they? Like... <laughs> So did they just go to the same hospital I in that city, right. like everything else? I right? guess I don't know. But we didn't. We they didn't probably see... have Pokemon doctors, just yeah. like how they have human doctors. Mm. Also, are healer Pokemon a thing? No. Chansey, I, I honestly expected the, the nurse. Doesn't Chansey I... heal herself though? Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think because it's I don't think they heal something else. Is there an actual sense. game where they battle together? It happens in the anime so a few times. But... There's, there's definitely a couple of the later generation games where you can do two on two and three on three battles. Um, it's relevant to me. Well, I only say, I only say that because in those in those iterations, there very well may be a way for Pokemon to heal each other. So I I don't know. So when when it was first said, a bull or when Go the scene happens, it's a Bulbasaur, right? As a whole flock of pack yeah, it is. is a pack of Bulbasaur, heard. and I was just like, I totally see a bunch of Bulbasaur going into the woods and finding it like. Having a Chansey around. And I like, thought they were like just going to leech seed him. Like a lot. <laughs> yeah, right? Or something along those lines. And then it turned Turning out to be... Uh, well, reverse, reverse the... They're like, Bulbasaur, yeah. help! No, Bulbasaur! Wrong way, wrong way, wrong way! Uh, and then uh, it ends up being Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. Mewtwo could do anything. And it is the probably the most important reveal that we get in the movie that Mewtwo isn't the bad guy. Because we're, we're working under the assumption that Mewtwo's the bad guy this whole First time. First the son is the bad guy. Also, then Mewtwo is the bad guy. Well, then the dad is the bad we guy. We knew the dad was the bad guy as soon as he came on screen, right? I mean, I know that guy as a bad guy, yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, as soon as yeah. he's in a wheelchair, he's in a It would have surprised, surprised the kids watching this. Yeah. A lot of marble and granite in his office. He just looks bad. Yeah. Just, he's <laughs> petting the flare on, like, yeah. the, the evil, like... Doctor pets the cat on yep. his lap. Yep. He's also got skeletons of. I think they're all Rayquazas, right? It's the three different. No, it's the creation trio that's in back, and it's like golden. It's like golden <laughs> idol statues, yeah. basically. Palkia, Dialga. Is Rayquaza the third one? And I, no, I can't remember which one of those because it's not Giratina. Giratina is the evil devil Pokemon. Mm. Word. Mm. Oh, Arceus. Was it? <laughs> it's Arceus. Mm. The god Pokemon. So, long story short, he the the guy's office definitely like leads to this is probably yeah. that guy. And there's the red herring. There's a really obvious son as the red herring because the son's a dick. <laughs> he is. He really is. But he's being controlled by a ditto. 
Right, so he's really not a dick. No, no, no. He was only he was the Ditto took his form at that one point at the start of the parade. But he's really nice at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think Ditto has, from what we get, has the ability to talk. Yes. Um, so, he's, so when he's okay. being a jerk, Ditto was mostly the science lady. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, the first time, yeah, the first time you see Ditto is like he helps somebody in a wheelchair, like. I think it's the, the no, yeah, the, he turned, the, the boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, tur- he turns into yeah. like just a guy and like helps. Yeah, so him. he's from the get go connected to the boss. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for favorite, least favorite. Yeah, I am too. we should probably get into that. Sure, at sure. this point, my yeah. contenders for favorite were the Cubone scene that we mentioned earlier, sure. the Mister Mime scene we haven't talked about yet. That it's was. Fine. Funny, I mean, I got the I most think it would have been so much better if we didn't see anything of the trip. If it wasn't, I would have been yeah. so much more entertained by it. Okay. Yeah, agreed with that. But my favorite scene, bar none, by far, for me, Pikachu singing the Pokemon theme song <laughs> while crying. That was, that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was outstanding. <laughs> that was outstanding. I love it. And a good way to put it in the movie, too. Yes. Too. Uh, Lee's favorite is uh, the voice, man. You would recognize your dad's voice. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I've mentioned it before with kids' movies. If it can keep it compelling for adults and funny for kids, that's great. This was just a little too too much for me to get behind. I, that That's just... Do something else. I'm sorry. I can't get over it. It's, you know, it's the first thing I'm going to think about when I think of this movie. Uh, favorite for me is just seeing Pokemon integrated so seamlessly into this world, and no breaks in that transition. Like it's you don't see a regular doll walking around. You see Growlithe. You don't see you know Sparrows. You see a Spearow. Like I mean, those little details really. It, it's such a small thing to do. But it does build the universe that you're going that you're going for. So I think it was a really good idea to, to make sure that that was w- the way that they designed the movie. So I really appreciated that. That's probably my favorite part. And I love Growlithe. So the fact that he was, that they were included makes me really happy. And the cop dogs, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the show, yeah, yep. just like they should be. And least favorite for me is just. Pretty much everything that happens after he mind links up with Mewtwo, uh, it's a it's a it's a perfectly cool action sequence, but just the concept of like you need to release release this rage gas to merge people in with Pokemon, but then as soon as the mind link is taken off, you can just like essentially snap your fingers and undo all of that madness. It's just I don't know. I feel like they built. They built this up, and they were like, oh shit, we only have ten minutes left. Let's just... Mm-hmm. We're done now. So I, I think that they... I, didn't just, I just didn't like where the story went at the end. I thought the third act was a little bit too clunky and wonky for me. Uh, my favorite is by far the underground battle. Um, because in a lot of ways, and I know, Joe, you've said this, that's... In a big way, the movie that I wanted. Yep. Um, so seeing Blastoise and Gengar fight was amazing. Uh, and that's weird. and that's that was yeah, weird. Gengar, Gengar, Gengar looks weird, weird but looked weird. I was kind of okay with it because he's the whole entire time he's like flying, he's floating around, and um, 
But that's, realistically, if there was a ghost Pokemon, that is what it would look like, right? It wouldn't... We think of Gengar as a solid thing because we've only ever seen him in two-dimensional mm-hmm. space. Because it's hard to draw an anime where he's transparent. Exactly. Or at the very least, when the show first was made, it was probably a lot harder. Exactly. So, but seeing that battle, um, seeing... I, <laughs> I really liked the guy who was the Charizard trainer because I was like, yeah... In a real world with Pokemon trainers, there would be douchey guys with no shirt on, with a Charizard tattoo, like just like picking fights with people because they lost and they had a poor attitude about it. Especially and, with the underground fight ring. And my favorite uh, Pokemon interacting with the world was the Loudrin, who were doing the like bass booming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my favorite, and they they're just like. Puckering with the lips, doing the like, ba- oh, it's so good. But that that was my favorite scene. My least favorite scene, I gotta echo with Corey. As soon as the mind device goes on, uh, the bad guy, whatever his name is, and then we start getting his voice from Mewtwo, and we get this weird convoluted plan, I was just like, why was this your choice? Did not like it. My favorite part was that I finally got my boy Bulbasaur in the movie because I was really worried for a while that he wasn't even going to be in the movie and then there's a whole bunch of them. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there and just ask one quick yeah. question. He never said, unlike every other Pokemon, he, never he decided to yeah. not say Bulbasaur. Oh, they decided to have him go, pew pew, or whatever the heck he yeah, said. That part. Yeah. But <laughs> Why? I'm just glad that he made it and then there's a bunch of them and he gets to help save an important scene for yeah. him, yeah. He yeah. also looks really good. Bulbasaur looks look really awesome. Good. Yeah. He got more Well the three starters look really good. Yeah. He got more Charmander time than Charmander and Squirtle, and Squirtle yeah. though. He yeah. just didn't say I just had to wait so Did we get a regular Charmander? Yeah. yeah. In the background mm-hmm. scenes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of I know we get the Charizard, yeah. obviously. There's a couple of shots of the regular Charmander. Guessing he's your starter of choice. Uh wearing the shirt. Right. he's my favorite Pokemon of all. What? Yeah. Growlithe. I'm a Growlithe guy. Usually I'd hear Cubone. Cubone would be my starter Pokemon. If we're talking original three, it's Squirtle all day. Squirtle, yeah, Squirtle, Squirtle all day, day every day. Yeah. Whenever I play the game, I, I rock I rock You're a Squirtle. Charmander guy, aren't you? I don't I don't well, <laughs> I didn't play the game. But my favorite Pokemon for the show, my favorite episode was the f- uh Fighting Pokemon tournament episode. Mm-hmm. So Primate was like Primate, was Primate and Hitmonlee was... and Hitmochamp were like my three. I don't. Favorites. It'd be hard to bond with a Primate though. <laughs> it yeah, would, but I would mean. I would yeah. love. I would love to be like that guy at a gym, yeah. like holding the heavy bag for Hitmonchan. who's just like going at it. <laughs> Hitmonchan is also great. Fighting with Pokemon are pretty sick. Yeah. 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 And my least favorite is uh, very simple. Psyduck. Didn't need him in this. Oh, He's a very annoying Pokemon. Why did he have to be pivotal? Or quote unquote pivotal. I think that was a nod to the anime where he was pivotal. Yeah, but he's just. I get, I get what you're saying. And annoying. He was both yeah, pivotal yeah. and annoying in the anime. <laughs> Misty, net, once she got Psyduck, was never able to use any other Pokemon because Psyduck would always come out. That's right. And he's, at least they did something in this, I guess, but it's just annoying. There's a Togepi in this movie, too, in the background. Is yes, 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 yes. Also, a fun fact I just remembered. The only thing I know Justice Smith from is the guy who plays Tim. He's in the movie Paper Towns, and then that movie, him and the main character and their other friend are very scared, and they start singing the Pokemon theme song so they won't be scared. That's great. Huh. Everything yeah. links up That's, perfectly. Yep, so great. <laughs> That's his most well-known movie. Yep. I know we're going long, but before we go to ratings, I would love to ask a not-movie Pokemon-related question. Okay, sure. All right. right. 
Uh, here it is. Non-movie related Bulbasaur. Pokemon yeah, question. Bulbasaur. No, no, no. <laughs> Alright, so if Pokemon were real, and you cannot say, um, you cannot say a mix, and you were a gym leader, what type would you have as your, you are a gym leader? Bulbasaur type. <laughs> grass. So you're a grass. No, player. no, uh, electric. Electric? Yeah, I have a Vermilion City. That'd be amazing if you just keep throwing out throwing out Bulbasaurs. One, oh, oh, you beat this Bulbasaur? Guess what? This one's gonna be. I guess my one Charizard will be good. Electric. Electric. Is fighting a Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There's a fighting gym leader. Fighting is pretty cool. Fighting would be cool, and I remember the one with the Magmar and the volcano. That was a great episode too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess fighting would be my choice. Uh God, it's a toss up. I, I mean, I'm going to say water. I'm going to say it. Um, I generally tend to play my games water heavy because they're probably the most, have the most utility. Um, but if it wasn't that, it'd be Ghost. Why aren't you team Mystic? Ghost would be cool. Yeah. Ghost would be awesome. I love Ghost Pokemon, but they're just, I don't think I would want to have my entire life wrapped around catching the spirits of dead Pokemon. <laughs> that just seems... Yeah, the one ghost... In, in, in Indigo League, the one ghost uh, gym leader we get is got a pretty messed up life. Yeah, a little bit. It's like one of the creepiest, like, as a kid episodes. Uh, I would be dragon type. Ghosts and fighting are very close, but dragon is just the coolest Pokemon. I mean, dragons are cool. Dra- yeah, dragons... I do a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> what? This is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> I, I want dungeon type Pokemon. I have questions for you after the show because I play in D and D for the first time. Yes, and I'm too. I know I'm having that feeling of that comic book shop guy. Like, come with yeah, me. Come, come, with me. <laughs> come, 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 come. Let me show you why three point five isn't as good as five D. Come, come, come. I'm totally you lost. Can, you can like whatever you like, but yeah, we're playing three point five and. Uh, 3.5 is rough. Everyone in... Everyone Can we wait about it? 10 yeah. minutes for this to show sure. yeah. No, just have it out, Joe. Joe's got enough editing work with fire guys and a gunshot. I this is, fuck that was. This is running very long. So let's do our ratings, huh, guys? Let's do it, Joseph. Let's rate Pokemon Detective Pikachu. If you've never tuned in before, we give each movie a rating from 1 to 6 Infinity Stones. 6 is the highest score, and if you give it that, you can also give it a gauntlet if you're so inclined. And let's go to sequel first. Three stones. I'm never going to see this movie ever again. I don't like Pokemon as much as y'all. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, if we're uh, for the podcast, I'm sure I'll see the sequel. I'm glad it's doing well financially. I think this is a great kids movie. If my future son or daughter gets into Pokemon, I'll, I'll make that journey with them. But for me personally, this was just okay. Corey, uh, this is. A movie, you know, this is that this is that perfect. Will I see it again? Rewatchability aspect is going to change it from which middle ground it goes to. I will definitely see this movie again. I enjoyed the world that they built. I think that the story is a little clunky at times, but it, I still enjoyed the world. But it's definitely not good enough to get a five. I'm giving this four stones and calling it a day. Mitch, what do you got? I think my professional rating is going to be right there with Corey. Um, and I think uh, it's going to be a four. And I think for Pokemon fans, I think a four is a very fair rating. It hit me in ways that I was like, yes, this is what I want. Um, 
I would all I will also give the caveat of is if this is the only and I don't think it will be and I think we've got this confirmed only Pokemon movie that was ever going to be out there for me personally then I would bump it up to a five because I really enjoy seeing Pokemon on screen not because it was a five movie but because that was super nice to see so four got like I said at the top this is about. The best I could have hoped for for a Pokemon movie in this day and age, because I doubt they're going to do the things that I want to do. They didn't really... At the end of the day, this movie didn't do a lot for me. Like, I don't really want to see it again. I enjoyed seeing the Pokemon come to life. It was a good enough time in the theater, but not a lot of rewatchability for me here. I'll just Google pictures of Bulbasaur, <laughs> and I'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do that. Not a bad <laughs> yeah, that was that was a really weird middle finger. Like all of our <laughs> hello. He doesn't say that. <laughs> weird, even weirder. weird choice. It was weird. So yeah, I'm gonna give the movie three stones because it's perfectly fine. It's by far the best video game movie I've seen. But as far as being a Pokemon movie and hitting the buttons for me, it really doesn't. So, yeah, and those are our ratings for Pokemon Detective Pikachu. What do we do now? All right, I'm going to read Tom's, the rest of Tom's email, and then we'll do the rest of the things. So Tom's review of Detective Pikachu, this was a fun movie. I had a free ticket, so I figured why not use it. Overall, I wasn't disappointed as far as video, games movies go, video game movies go. Truth be told, I saw Pikachu being his dad from the very beginning, so the review at the end didn't quite get me. I laughed and had some minor qualms with the movie. Why didn't Pikachu get affected by the Argas in the fighting pits? How did no one notice giant turtles the size of mountain ranges suddenly appear? <laughs> we addressed one of those. No, we addressed both of those. Did we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Will I see it again? I'm glad I didn't have to pay for it. And if it's on Netflix and someone wants to desperately watch it, sure, why not? Three stones. All right, right there. Thanks again, Tom. And that's going to do it for this edition of Zero's Talking Heroes. Before I give all our social media, I would love for Mitch to plug the things that he does that he would love you to listen to. Oh, thanks, Joe. Uh, go listen to anything Block Party Podcast Network. And just search that on iTunes, especially Geek Wars, where you can hear most of these guys. Geek Wars is great. Uh, and keep an ear out for something called Tales of Autos. Right? That's A-A-T-O-S. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I hear that the main player in that game is a wonderful storyteller. Mitch. I hear the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you're great. I'm just, I'm just hearing the other half. It's really adding to the whole, to the whole world that you're building. It's Who great. could it be? Did they get Edward James Olmos? <laughs> it's Corey. It's totally me. It's totally me. And honestly, this is one of the outside of. I haven't felt this excited about a project since we first started doing ZTH. I was so worried. I like. I love. Gonna say us. <laughs> I like. I love. I love this project. Obviously, ZTH is, is is my baby. But you know, whenever you get like the the new podcast together, like there's always like a little like excitement and like. Ooh. Wow, this is the first that podcast wise anybody's hearing about. Wow. Yes, yeah, this it's is so people exclusive. are going to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Shit. Don't worry, your secret's safe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it's awesome. I'm really, really excited about it. So so check those out. Black Party Podcast. Mitch's stuff is great. 
And if you want to send us an email about stuff like Tom and Dave the Flight Medic did, you can send us an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Dang it, I missed it again. <laughs> One day you're going to get it. For those of you uh, listening to this audio medium, Sequel did, in fact, participate. Sort of. He just didn't actually physically boom. He actually made like the the hand motion. Huh. Pantomimed the boom. He Mr. Mime to the boom. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter at ZTH Podcast. If you have a Pokemon at home, please, for the love of God, take a picture of it and put it on Instagram and tag us at ZTH Podcast. Tell us how you got it, too. Yes, please. <laughs> that you can do on Twitter. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast, or search for us within Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an E-S. This has come up several times. I've mentioned this before. <laughs> no, it's relevant. And find us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Give us a five-star rating if it allows you to. That bump us up in the algorithm. Help us get out there to more people. If you want to leave a review, that's cool, too. We'll read it on the air during an episode. And the most important thing is word of mouth. Tell people about the show. Subscribe. Let us just deliver the episode to you automatically on Monday morning. It'd be way easier. And thank you for joining us for this edition. Next time we're going to be in John Wick Chapter 3. I believe it's called Parabellum. It is. For reasons. I'm sure they'll be revealed in the episode. <laughs> I By hope episode, so. I mean the movie. And until next time, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Pokemon Detective Pikachu probably became some young child's favorite movie. Until they see a real movie later on in life. Or the, <laughs> or the sequel to this movie. The Underground Pit Fights. That's what I want. Just want all the fun. Detective <laughs> Pikachu with the Underground Pit Fights. Pokemon Stadium.